I think fundamentally we we do have a vision of what this podcast is about where it's just us talking about life about art about sex about food about news about all the shit that kind of like riles us up or humors us or or just gets us talking and uh you know that's every episode will be different um what did you say say it again later this week with coco and fran that was my bite i needed that oh (laughs) (laughs) but i made it sound like a question later this week with coco and fran later this week with coco and fran with coco and fran Hello, people of the world. <laughs> we really should have a video accompaniment to our... Nope. Nope. Because <laughs> sometimes sometimes I'm here shirtless, so I don't want to... That's true. You leave that for me, right? <laughs> yep. That's your little secret. So you can count my nipple piercings. Oh, shit. <laughs> mm, not for me. No, no. <laughs> not for me. No, mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. Nope. So <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I thought it was funny because last night you text me and I didn't text you back. No, no, no. Wait, let me finish. Okay. Okay. Don't start jumping in. I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you text me and then I had a friend over and the phone went away and I wasn't looking at the phone. And then this morning you text me, you're like, are you alive? And <laughs> I have to explain to people that you are, you are one of my very few friends, very few who, if I text you, you could be like walking across the wall of the great wall of China. You could be on vacation in China. And somebody texts you and you're like, oh, I got to text them back. And they're like, no, 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 but wait, you don't have the plan, the international plan. Nope. I'm going to spend the money and just text them back. I have to. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I, if I'm obviously incapable of texting, then yeah. But if there is. No, you're going to find a way. You are, you're going to cannon string, smoke signals, whatever it is that you need to do, you will, you will make sure you communicate. And I guess that's why, you know, sometimes it it annoys me. Not that I was annoyed at you yesterday. No, I know you weren't. And you and I discussed this through text message. Like, I know you weren't annoyed. I I understand because I've done that to you before. Like, there was a time where even when you were at work mm-hmm. and I knew you were at work and I text you in the morning and then I was done with work and you still hadn't texted me back. I think there was like that one time, like you went somewhere after work I remember, and I yeah. was like, and I wrote you and I was like, did you die? <laughs> that'll be the, that'll be the text. Whenever, whenever you get that, are you still alive or did you die? That's, you know, yeah, that's absolutely. the common thing. But no, the only reason why I messaged you yesterday, because I was trying to think in my brain, cause I remember you mentioning that you were going to be, going out one night or something so i was like okay he's probably out it's not a big deal but the only reason why was because we were trying to figure out when we were going to record and when i hadn't heard back from you yesterday i was like okay well what's going to be the plan that's that's the only reason because you know 
we we are very meticulous in our planning. <laughs> we are. We are. I mean, a lot more than other people, because <laughs> guess what? Guess what we're bringing to the table? This is a year that we've been doing this show. Holy shit. Yeah. Tomorrow. This is, yeah. This is a year. So this, by the time the show airs, this is going to be officially like our year 365. This is um, our, yeah. So we've been doing this for a year. So when you talk about being meticulous and scheduling, ask how many people are listening right now. Let them ask themselves, could you do a podcast that airs an episode every single week for a year? It's not easy. It really isn't. Duh. Because, you know, because you look like you're five years older than when we started the show. Thanks. That's how much you've been weathered. (laughs) <laughs> weathered that's always a a great adjective to to use when describing someone's listen <laughs> listen there was one of our guests one time who said she didn't like hummus remember that i do remember hummus hummus oh, oh, it's it's called hummus oh, but but here's my thing about that <laughs> stupid story that you told me yes and we will get back to texting but here's the thing how is it that the word was that different that the person didn't know what well, they? Yeah, yeah, right. It's not like the person was like. It's not like they said chickpea paste, chickpea dip, <laughs> and they're like, "What?" It's called hummus. No, he Jeez. said it. He said it in a way that most people of that region would say it, which is hummus. Damn. That's how you say it. It's hummus. <laughs> That's what you're going to name and, your and kid. And the person is like, what? What are you talking about? Huh? That's like oh, when people are hummus? like, that's like the difference between regat <laughs> and regatta. <laughs> hey, guys, you want some regats? Regats. That that's sounds like, like it's R-I-G-O-T-T-S. Wow. Regats. Wow. That's awful. That's well, awful. well. Anyway, let's get back to the the texting thing. So, yes, please. So you text me, and and I'm like, all right, that I understand that. Now we're talking about people that we have in our lives, and we honestly didn't talk about this recently, but I know that we've talked about this in the past, maybe on the show, not on the mm. show. I don't know. If you're listening to this show, 365 episodes, then you probably heard us talk about this before. We apologize um, for the redundancies. <laughs> listen, <laughs> redundarama. We <laughs> we will rock you. No, mm-hmm. but we will talk about this. And the thing about the texting, and we all have this person, right? Yeah. You text that person on a Tuesday afternoon. And it's a good friend of yours. You know, they're home on Tuesdays. That's their day off. And you don't hear from them Mm. until probably about Saturday night. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. And the answer to the question is yes, I believe so. So then what you have to do is scroll up to see Mm -hmm. what the question is, because at this point (laughs) you asked the question when you were in the store And you sent them a photo of something and said, is this the thing that you have at your house? Because I want to get it and I'm in the store right now. Yeah. 
And they're like, yes, I believe so. And you're like, that was five days ago. And that store is 300 miles from my house. Like I'm no longer at that store. No, no, that store closed. Yeah. (laughs) Because of of business. (laughs) Right. I text you in the beginning of the pandemic when they were open. (laughs) And now you're texting me back. Listen, everybody listening right now. And, and I got to tell you, I guarantee some of the people listening are that person. Yeah. They are that person. And mm-hmm. I don't get it. I mean, I I understand you might not be able to, get, you know, reply right away. But I guess in that scenario that you just described, if it's if it's if you know that this person has that kind of reputation, then right. I cer- then I certainly would not be in the middle of a store or wherever asking for their opinion at that at that given moment i just i can't yep. i can't rely on that yeah well there's a there's a um i don't know if it's a, a psychology game or whatever but when you're amongst your friends like mixed group of friends maybe people who don't always hang out together or whatever uh that's one of the questions when you play those games where how well do you know your friends? And one of the questions is you are stuck in the middle of nowhere. Like you're in the tundra. Yeah. And the speed of the response of your friend will depend on whether you're saved or not. Mm -hmm. Who is the first person you text? And when you say that in a group, people become really pissed off because they get defensive they go oh come on like i text you back and you're like no you don't like we know who that person is like i have a friend who you are like if you have in her brain it's probably like top five top five important people whatever in their life Mm -hmm. I don't even believe I fall in the top five because whenever family is around or the significant others around, you do not hear from that person. Mm. And then it's like when, when the dust starts to settle mm-hmm. and family has left town and they're not with the significant other, it's like gangbusters. They're texting me like crazy. And you're like, you know what's happening? Like, Those other people are not around. And I think, listen, you're allowed to do that. Don't hear me the wrong way. You are allowed to text me like crazy when you got nothing better going on. But I also have the right to like be busy and not want to deal with it because sometimes you don't. No, it's true. And I get it. Like if you have, um, if you have family for example, there are certain times of the day where you're, you're focusing on your family. Sure. Um, and I know certain times of the day, I can't reach out to certain people because they're busy with their family right. and, and things like that. But your example, when I think about friends who get invo- involved in relationships, especially new ones, and I get it, you, there's that new relationship feeling and that 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 energy where you want to, all of that time is spent on them and, and you kind of forget your friends, but it's like, you still should make effort and time to maintain those connections just because you you have this new relationship happening for example or you have someone in your life you shouldn't you I'm shouldn't... gonna 
I'm going to say something really shitty right now. And yeah. I know that our listeners are going to get mad at me, but I'm going to say it. I find it's more common with females than males. When women are in relationships, forget it. They're, they're gone. They're I, like in a new relationship. Yeah. They're gone. Trust me. I've had enough female friends to tell you they disappear. I, I, I can, I mean, I, I agree because all of my friends are, are female. So when that happens, yeah. And I've had friends who are male who have started a new relationship and it's not the same thing. Yeah. You know, hundred percent of the time it's not like they're still going to make time. But I think with females, they tend to invest in this relationship and it's like, Oh Lord. Yes. I stereotyped. Yes. Mm -hmm. I just stereotyped. You're welcome. That's all good. That's all good. You're welcome. Your ponytail keeps disappearing because of your green screen. I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> you go from like John Travolta to Livy Newton John. Nice. That's yeah. a terrible. You're kind of wearing a little grease outfit there, like off the shoulder a little bit. Well, no, it's not really. Uh, well, sorry. Kinda. You saw my bra strap. Who didn't? <laughs> I mean, an airplane and, could see that. And surprisingly, it's not black. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, yeah, so I know there's a lot of people out there, and I think they don't say anything to their friends. Yeah. Um, like, I have, I have a friend who has so many text messages in their phone that are unread. <laughs> and... You look at their you look at their text bubble and it says three hundred and twenty five. See that that to me is insanity. But you told me the reason why they have all of those yep. texts. It's because it's not necessarily contacts of no you know, friends and family or work like no. But here's my thing: why not just get those things off your list? Like something right? comes in. You know, I was getting right around the election. I was getting. I was on all these like lists for all these different things for like political things. And yeah. I was getting these text messages like nonstop. So after the election was over, I was like, Oh my God, it wouldn't stop. So I finally, I, I stopped every single one of them because my phone kept notifying me. Yeah. I wouldn't use my, I wouldn't provide my cell phone for, for those things. Like just give, I'd rather just give them a random email address and that's it. Like, I don't want my phone to be. Well, the reason blasted. why is that I wanted to get this information because it's up to date. And I know that if it comes through text, I'm going to read it versus the email. Cause my email is not something I check. There's people who check their email, just like they check their text messages. Yeah. I'm one of them. Yeah. I, 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 I check do that my email all the time. I do that for my work. I don't mm -hmm. do it for, for my personal like my personal could be like, it could be two days before I read my emails, mm. you know, but I'm always telling people who text me, man, when you text me, I'm going to get back to you. Yeah. The texting um, habit that I, that drives me crazy is when you're, when you're having a conversation with someone and you've asked a question, like it's, it's a regular kind of back and forth flow, right? Yep. And then all of a sudden they disappear and not just for, you know, an hour <laughs> or like they're gone for a few days. And it's like, you know, what? like if I'm if yeah. I'm planning, if I'm planning, you know, a get together with someone and and you know, they let's say they've invited me over to their place. We've set a time, we've set a date, 
And then my next question would be, can I bring anything, which is something that I always ask, right? And it's gotten to the point where I need to stop asking that because no one wants me to bring them anything. So it's fine. But I, I still ask. So I ask, can I bring you anything? And I, and like the conversation ceases to exist. Yep. Until like the day my, before. My, a lot of my friends are big planners, especially the people that I, I break bread with. They're big planners. So they will typically, most of them, not all of them, there's about a 1% that I just thought of that don't, they don't, they're not big planners. Mm. But I, um, if they typically ask to do something, say Saturday, but they're, mm. we're planning it for a coming Saturday, typically by Monday or Tuesday, we have our plan in place. Like mm. everyone is kind of, and what I will typically say to whomever I'm talking to through text, let me know what you need by Thursday because that's when I'm going to the store. Because if you text me on Friday, I'm coming empty handed. But even then, even that text you just said, let me know by Thursday. It's still so like that person is not going to remember to text you on Thursday. You have to. It's as if you almost have to ask that question either the day before you leave or a few hours before. You no, leave. but I'm saying by Thursday, meaning text me between now you can tell me now but mm. if you tell me on friday i'm not going to the store yeah. and i'm just using that as an example because if i'm planning to go to the store on thursday and you didn't text me by thursday when i leave that store you're ass out yeah you're ass out you know yeah. but i've done that before where i've actually texted somebody and said let me know what you need because i'm running out to the store mm. if 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 you don't get back to me in the next three hours, then I'm not going to be able to bring it. Yeah. You know? But I, I also I, have had friends too, who have texted me and have been like, I'm on the way to their house. And they'll be like, can you stop for ice? And I literally will be like, no, because I'm almost at your house. I'm not stopping at the store now. Mm -hmm. Like days have gone by and you didn't ask me for anything. Now you suddenly realize you need ice. Stop. Come on. So you won't, you won't stop for ice. No, I won't. It's in the situation with someone who hasn't gotten back to you all week. Okay. And then they're outside of that situation. Let's say you're, you know, Oh no, it's different. No, it's different. But you got to also remember the only reason why I'm saying no is because typically it'll be somebody who it, that's usual suspect. That's yeah. someone who will do that. Yeah. That same person that I said, text me by Thursday. Yeah. I'll say yeah. No. In that, in that scenario, for sure. That would be, it, that would be kind of infuriating. Actually. And nowadays, honestly, it's, we're not throwing parties in 1997 anymore. Like you can be at your house and you can literally get, Target, Walmart, any supermarket to deliver to your house. Literally. You don't even have to leave your house nowadays. Um, if I know if I couldn't leave my house to run to the store because I had guests coming, that's what I would do. Um, we're that's, in different times now, man. You can get everything sent to your house. That's true. That's true. Um, even liquor. Yes. You can get booze delivered. And I've done that before. Like I, I knew people were coming over. I don't know. You guys probably have it a much quicker service though. Like we don't have that. You can certainly order things online, but you're not going to get it delivered that quickly. Absolutely not. So what if you, you, you well, do, there's also curbside pickup where you can place your order. Right. And then but you're you can also, pick it up. Are, 
but are you determining that based on the pandemic? Because Walmart as a company mm-hmm. has a delivery service They're on their app that you can get stuff delivered. It doesn't come in five minutes, but within the hour, there's a delivery because there's, because there's just like you, you guys have DoorDash, Grubhub, those companies that deliver food to people. Um, we have, I don't know if those specifically, but we have those. Yes. Yeah. Like, those same similar. places, those same places will deliver yeah. like door, uh, DoorDash, DoorDash delivers just about anything. Mm. I think I think I'm a little like when it comes to ordering food, I have no problem doing that and having it delivered. But I think when it comes to like grocery shopping, I'm just old school and and I'm very particular with what I want to get. I know you can be very specific with your requests for sure, but I just I I enjoy. Yeah, but when you couldn't go outside, when you couldn't leave your house to go to the supermarket or it was hard to go to the supermarket during the pandemic. It was but you so always, easy. You always could here. Like that was. A, no, that's I mean, we a, could, we could, but you had to stand in line to get in. Yeah. Like, and you were waiting and waiting and waiting. Whereas, you know, and especially someone who had kids who had to put kids in a car and go to the store and put masks on people like. Yeah. No, you those know? situations. Yes. But everything else, I it doesn't bother me. Like I even waited outside in line and it doesn't bother me because I know right. that when I, when I'm getting when I've set out to go get groceries, I know that this is going to be either something quick or something, you know, prolonged. I've set this in my mind. So I'm not going to get upset if I'm waiting out there longer than I have. Here's the thing with that is I work, when I work with my clients, the great thing about ordering food through like, um, cause we have Instacart here Mm. where Instacart, like they basically can go to any, any grocery store, any you want. Mm Mm-hmm. The great thing about it is budget, because if you order through Instacart, you're actually going to know how much money you're spending every single time That's versus true. when we go to a supermarket, we always spend more than we're supposed to. Yeah. It's always natural. Yeah. And literally, like if you have $50 a week that you want to spend, $49.95, you can make it like yeah. that's the great thing about it. That's actually um, a great idea. Yep. I don't um I don't have a problem with any of that delivery stuff and we have always had and the great thing about Instacart is when they accidentally deliver more groceries to you they let you keep them. That, that happens happen? that happens sometimes. It just happened to us recently. Really? There was an extra bag because the delivery people might be going to do five deliveries in an area at once and you might get someone else's bag. Now it's just up to them to go back to the store and get those items for the person. But Instacart will be like, keep them. They're yours now. So you got like a random bag of some stuff. Yeah. Like just like, I don't know what it was like bread and milk or something. But it's like, if we don't use it, we have friends that we'll give it to. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. So anyway, texting. Yes. Texting. It's rough, bro. It is. I have, I, I also have people who just have no, no idea how to have a conversation via text. It's, it's like the, the art of conversation is lost on them. I don't know. Explain. What do you mean? Give me an example. So I, I, I think a lot of it has to do with, um, language barrier. Cause you know, a lot of foreign people. No, not language barrier. So I had someone who texted me a couple of days ago 
Uh, and this is a very specific conversation. So if no, they... leave the you can leave the details out. Tell me later. Well, no, I'm saying like I can't for the in this instance I can't. So, okay. but I, I won't say their name. But if they happen to be listening, they they're gonna know who um who it is. But anyway, so they sent me a link to um porn. No, shut up. <laughs> to two kayaks. And they said, let's go, Biatch. I'm like, okay. I, I looked at the boats and I said, I've actually been thinking about getting a little like canoe or kayak or some kind of paddle boat. Like I, I go to parks and I see people do this and I, and I really wanted to do it. And then she, she writes back, I have number two women with an E. So I have two women. You're doing it. And I said, what do you mean two women? LOL. Like, how, how, what would you think that meant? Meaning she has two women, two females. Like, what does that mean? And she goes, I got two again with the number two. So she's getting like a group together to do this. Th that's what I originally thought. Yeah. Right. But so I, this is so foreign to me. I don't even know. <laughs> so I said, I'm not understanding what two women have to do with a kayak. And then she's, and then I said, what am I doing? And she goes, oh, I got two women, women, the number two, and then a singular women, woman. This is so wild. Right? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm. You're finally like, listen, that's when you pull 1987 and you call them. And you call them. Yeah. You exactly. just call them. You don't even tell them you're calling them. You're like, and when they pick up, you go speak English. And I, and then she, she writes, I got two kayaks. And then I and then I said, Jesus Christ, woman, I need a translator for your texts, because basically she meant to say I got two comma woman, meaning me referring to me as a woman. And she says, I'm a great texter. And I said and then I asked her, where would you go kayaking? And she goes in the water. And I said, you are infuriating. And that was the last I, uh, that I spoke to her. She sent me a couple of other texts saying there's lots of places and she mentions a couple and then she goes you need a life jacket but i've never responded to her like it was such an infuriating and exhausting exchange that i'm like i'm done <laughs> you <laughs> am just i got, wrong you just got dorothy on her i did and i'm almost i i almost feel like taking a screenshot of this conversation and you posting should. it but she but she follows us <laughs> It's just, I mean, we this, need some we need some punctuation. There, there needs to be punctuation, absolutely. And I think that's where people get lazy. Like I see it online when I when I read comments, which is something that I need to start avoiding. But when you read comments on on things online, the English language is so bastardized. <laughs> it's like it's. It, you don't I I don't understand what people are saying. Yeah. It's awful. There's no punctuation. It's just one run-on sentence. And I get it. You like people text quickly and it's just this like it's online speak or whatever. But, but what people don't understand, and there's a lot of studies with this, what happens is as we read things online that the punctuation is off, the spelling is off letters aren't capitalized or supposed mm. to be capitalized no matter what your level of literacy is 
they say that when people read stuff like that, it loses its impact yeah. because you're so like you're just saying now someone could have wrote something really important online, but you're so distracted by the your is in the wrong uh, is written the wrong way mm. and it's not apostrophe re it's and then two are you I, that's one of my biggest pet peeves the yeah. two two and two is when yeah. people are like are you coming to with question mark and it's to yeah like i try not to get annoyed at those little grammatical errors um but it does take you out of it especially when you're reading something from someone who's who's influential in some way and i'm not talking about like a influencer online i'm talking about someone or, or an entity that is you know a source of of news or information and they're 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 prominent of in in some way and then whoever is doing their social media is not really proofreading and you see this blatant error and it just it's it totally takes you out of it but the thing that bothers me more more so than that is just the lack of sentence structure like there's no punctuation there's no nothing and you're like well, i don't even know what the fuck i'm reading at this point well my favorite is when you go on and this happens to me now more than ever mm. my recommendations on instagram to follow people mm. has now been I remember a time in my life where I used to say the expression, everybody's a comedian. Because mm -hmm. every time you turn around, someone that I used to work with, somebody who used to, I went to school with 100 years ago, people who showed no interest in being stand-up comedians or suddenly now comedians, right? Yeah. yeah. Now I get life coaches. I get these life coaches that are like, oh, Johnny Smith. Follow Johnny Smith, writer, activist, motivational speaker. And then you read some of his comments. I'm like, you're not much of a writer. No. Because number one, all kinds of messy grammar. Like, and you wrote a book. <laughs> like, even if you wrote that book with someone else, your social media is supposed to represent you. And someone like me reads it and goes, I'm not following you. Get the hell no, out of here. No. Block. Block. They, they, they lose credibility. Yep. So anyway, I think it's time to go to, to listen to a word of our, from our sponsors. Isn't that what they say? A word from our sponsor? Sure. Let's do it. Sure. We have sponsorships. <laughs> we will be right back. Hey there, this is Fran from Later This Week with Coco and Fran. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. You know what I would enjoy? Financial support from listeners like you. Do you know you can support this podcast and the content we bring to you for as little as 99 cents a month? That's not too much. And let's be honest, you have nothing better to spend money on. Just follow the link in any episode description or go to our Instagram at Later This Week and find the link in our bio. We would really appreciate you for doing that for us because we love you so much. Hey there, this is Fran from Later This Week with Coco and Fran. 
Listen, I know, I know, that beard just ain't right. Well, I'm here to help you out. I've been the ambassador for Gracefully Yours, and Gracefully Yours is the product you will need. Have you not heard about Gracefully Yours? What? Gracefully Yours by Daria Jones is a collection of 100% natural grooming products. Yes, all natural. That caters to every man's beard, body, and soul. Each product is carefully formulated and handcrafted with real ingredients. Pure love, joy, and good intentions for the nourishment of your grooming routine. Just so you know, they've got beard balm, oils, and just straight up good stuff. Check out the newest line called Gym, G-Y-M, so you can grow it strong. Wow, that sounds hot. Go to their Instagram page, Gracefully Yours DJ. Yes, Gracefully Yours DJ, and slide into those DMs. Let them know that you're a listener of Later This Week, and you'll get 10% off with the code Francesco. Francesco, all one word. Once again, that's Gracefully Yours. Get it now. I think you're going to love my name on this one. I didn't even look to see what your name was. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yes, I got men's. <laughs> That's a text. <laughs> Listen, you can be honest. Katya was texting you. Because that sounded like a Katya thing. It did. I needed the Rosetta Stone. <laughs> I love Rosetta Stone. I like that we've adopted that that product as a, a means to describe the need for a translator. <laughs> I love Rosetta Stone. She's uh, great. Great uh, please, girl. Please detect language to English translator. <laughs> but, you know, and this is another thing, you know, you've heard me talk about this on the show before. Working with younger people mm. in my work and them coming to me and saying like, oh my God, I really am trying to find whatever it is. How do I do that? And I'm like, well, the first thing I would say to you is, and it might be a little complicated. So you're going to want to grab a pen and they take out a pen and they're like, okay, okay. Well, first it took them a half an hour to find a pen because when they're young, they never know where writing utensils are. They're like, can yeah. I put it in my phone? Like, so... <laughs> So they take a pen, right? And they're like, okay, 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 go. Say, okay, so it's really complicated. The way we find a job in our area is going on Google, write this down, and typing in jobs, you got that? Mm -hmm. And your zip code. And they're like, oh, right. There's no critical thinking. Right. Right. But, you know, to loop back to what we were talking about before, you go to the grocery store because that is something that is embedded in you mm. since you were younger. Mm -hmm. They only know delivery. Yeah. When you talk to them about actually physically going to the grocery store, they're like, why would I do that? I don't have to. Mm. So, this sense of immediacy. We want things immediately. Yeah. You know, like even typing something into Google to them that doesn't feel immediate. And then I'm like, well, try using the card catalog and then let me know how to find things. Yeah. The Dewey Decimal System. Exactly. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, shit. 
This is why we love Google because it's easy. It is. It's easy. We would spend hours fighting with our friends. No, that's not. Tom Cruise wasn't in that movie. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. You know what? We should call blah, blah, blah. They'll know. Okay, they call. You pick up the heavy rotary phone. Blah, blah, blah's not there. You're like, oh, they're not home. Why did they pick up? Oh, now we're never going to know if Tom Cruise was in that movie. Now that shit don't happen. No, exactly. In 30 seconds, the argument's over. Yep. You know, like, no, Tom Cruise was not in that movie. I, I don't know. Is it something that schools need to teach? Is it something that parents need to teach? Like this innate. I, I, I don't know. Like we we obviously grew up before the Internet and then we ha- we have the Internet and we love the, the mm-hmm. accessibility that it provides. But mm-hmm. there are people who were born with the Internet and they still have this difficulty seeking that information out themselves like why? Yeah. i don't i don't understand it where is the disconnect I, I don't know and i mean like when you say the parents the problem is the parents now are also in love with the, you know technology so their face is in their own phone you know i guess um, so i don't know i i feel like is it I maybe think- a lack of curiosity like is it that because maybe you know we're we're doing so much for our kids and and flooding their their time with with structured you know um things where we're not enabling them to kind of um come up with their own entertainment for example and and build those like the skills to 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 do things on their own Mm-hmm. Or seek out things on their own. Well, I just think also parents nowadays are working so much more than like our parents were because you have more than one parent in the home working. Mm-hmm. And I think that when the parents are working or when they're not working, they do want that time. Like mm-hmm. I was just talking um I know we're going to get to like mental health America, but I was talking to a bunch of people when I was uh, at, at the uh, conference and we were talking about having kids and we were talking about how uh, there's been several situations where I've been with like a friend who doesn't have kids and they'll look over at a table and see like a kid is on an iPad and the parents are eating dinner. Mm. And I say, when I first saw that and I didn't have a kid, I'd look over and go like, oh my God, I can't believe they're letting that kid be on the iPad. But then it's like when you have a kid and you pay $72 for your meal mm. and you want to sit there with your significant other and not have your kid bothering you, you're like, yeah, this is going to work at least mm. for 35 And then the funny joke is always, but our parents never did that. If our parents had the technology we have now, guaranteed they would have used it. Yeah. They would have handed it to us and said, here. They did it with the television. They mm. did it with Nintendo when Nintendo came out. Yeah. You know, they did it with the telephones in our rooms. I remember being like all of my friends when they got phones in their rooms, parents were like, thank God. Mm-hmm. They're not bothering me now. Yeah. Or most times when we grew up, most homes had one TV set, maybe two, maybe. So the parents got to watch what they wanted to watch because you were in your room on the phone. Yeah. 
So, you know, I just think that a lot of um, a lot of what we see now is, um, you know, parents who are really busy and when they're not busy and they're there's wreck time. They find whatever tools they can to distract the kid because they need that time, you know? Um, no, I get it. But do you think that hinders the kid from developing their own skills to be able to entertain themselves by themselves? I don't think it matters anymore. I think at this point, we're moving into a society that you can hide the phone all you want. They're going to find something else. We're and outnumbered. That's, that, that's fine. As, that's as, fine. As, no, but I'm saying they're going to find something else, meaning like if it's not the phone, it's the iPad. If it's not the iPad, it's going to be their friend's iPad. I think it's not like we can't raise these kids the way we were raised. It's impossible because we're outnumbered. We're outnumbered. It's kind of like when we were growing up and parents were like, I'm not going to buy junk food. Every single kid on our block whose parents were those parents who didn't yeah. buy junk food they would find it. They would go to other people's homes. They would, they would stash their quarters and they would go to the deli down the street and get like three Twinkies and eat them all in one sitting. Yeah. Like, but, and, and that's the same thing with technology. Like, yeah, you can pull this stuff away from them, but instead of pulling it away from them, what we need to do is we need to start showing them how they can use the technology that will benefit them. Yeah. And, like with Lou, I'll tell you a perfect example. There are times where she's on her iPad and I'll be like, oh, you're on your iPad again. Oh. And then I'll look over her shoulder and she's she's doing art. Mm. She's she's doing like she's doing digital art, like mm -hmm. she's drawing, she's painting, she's and sometimes she does that in unison of talking to her friends. Like she'll have a friend on a speakerphone and she's like socializing, mm. but she's doing art. I can't get mad at her. And also then there's um, Minecraft. Minecraft is a building game, mm. you know, and it's great for their brains. Yeah. You know, so there's things that I can't say to her. And then I see that my kid has equal social value, but it's no different than when I remember growing up and there used to be the um, Nintendo came out with the, the, not the, I want to say Switch, but that's not it. The, the the Game Boy. Yes. And a lot of the boys that I was friends with, whenever they got it, Christmas time, everybody would be sitting outside, right? And it was mm -hmm. the beginning of the end. We weren't playing kickball. We were all sitting there with our Game Boys playing, yeah. but we were together. Yeah. And because we were out of the house... And we weren't bothering our parents because our parents did not want to be bothered. Mm -hmm. Okay. God forbid you said, play with me. Your parents <laughs> would throw you out of the house. Yeah. But that's what I saw. And it's no different than what happens now. I yeah. just think we've got to get to a point where we realize like, okay, this is not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. This is not going anywhere. Yeah. My daughter is basically a mini teenager now. So when she's at the dinner table, I don't have to give her a device because she's not going to cry. Yeah, okay? exactly. But when you're with a three-year-old, a four-year-old, you might want to hand them your phone so you can enjoy your dinner. Yeah. You know, but with Lou, there's many times where I don't even have to tell her. She'll put her device away and she'll eat dinner with us. Exactly. And we'll have a conversation. And how I devise that conversation is like this. 
why don't you tell me what you were doing today on mm. your iPad? Mm. Why don't you explain to me? Because that's so much more than what our parents did. Because our parents, we could have been buying crack. They had no idea. They weren't. Yeah. Even, they, yeah. they, I mean, we were watching porn in my cousin's basement. My parents didn't know. Like, you know what I mean? It's like the stuff we were doing. Was- oh my God. You just reminded me of something for another episode. But yeah, the stuff that we are doing behind, you know, our parents' backs. Yeah. And they and we they, had to. And they but but like you said, they're not they're not asking us. No. They're not trying to learn about what we're doing. What what did we do today? You know Our, if you if you are on a show, here's a great game show. An adult person like us goes on a show with their parent. Okay. Mm. And all of the questions are surrounding things you did when you were younger. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like you got in trouble. All that. Like your parents have to name three of your favorite music artists that you liked growing up. Who yeah. are your three favorite? Most parents can't do that. Or three most parents can't books do that. Or whatever. Yeah. Right. Right. Your parents can't. They can't no. do that. No. You know, like it's like it's keeping you busy. Fine. Not until it starts to affect their wallet. Did they start to be like, what? Why do you got to do that? Do you think also, um, like you and I, we both have immigrant parents. Do you think that plays a a part in it as well? Yeah, of course it does. Because when immigrants are involved, there's always trouble. We know that. (laughs) I mean, there's always, but but I think it was also like looking at my neighborhood growing up, for instance, across Mm -hmm. the street. There was like a super, super intense Catholic Irish family. They Mm -hmm. had three daughters who, as they got older, because they lived in such a conservative household, they all three of them got into so much more trouble than anybody on our block. You know, like we were considered gypsies on the block, you know, like because, (laughs) you know, immigrants kind of like not loosey goosey, but just kind of like more like we had our intense, strict upbringing but there was things that were like no we didn't go to church every sunday yeah exactly we didn't go to church every sunday we had snacks in our house we Mm -hmm. watched tv constantly and they had a whole thing about television and mtv three's Mm -hmm. company they couldn't watch they used to come to our house to watch three's company really yeah because the mom and dad were like inappropriate inappropriate i could still hear him saying it now these same people would throw you out of the house when it was time for dinner you could be playing with the kids like having a good time like hey 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 you get home and your family's like why are you home so early oh they're eating dinner they didn't invite you to stay like the phone didn't ring they didn't call me to ask if you could stay for dinner like that's what they should have done wow yeah so my point is is that those people were not foreign but look at how they treated their kids. Yeah. Their kids were like, and it was just a different time because I think the reason why the Cabbage Patch Kid phenomenon hit the news and all that, because I think that was probably one of the few times in history that people saw grown adults at a store trying to buy a doll for their kid because that generation didn't do those kind of things. Mm. Our generation does that now. Like 
we're constantly like, oh my God, my kid loves this. We go online and we buy five of them. Yeah. Like That's true. our parents weren't going to chase something. They mm-hmm. weren't going to, ch- they weren't going to chase some toy. No. They'd be like, you don't need that. Yeah. You know? And you wonder now, like I was telling Lou the other day, you wonder now, like imagine only having one television in your house or only one means of entertainment mm-hmm. in your home and having kids and adults living there. Yeah. How does, how does everyone get entertained? You know, but when we were growing up, it was like you watched whatever your parents wanted to watch. Exactly. You know, and anything you wanted to watch, you had to throw in the, the VHS tape and record the other channel mm-hmm. and watch it later. If you if you can figure that out. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, no, we were good at that. Like, I remember us knowing the VCR just like they know the computers now. Yeah. You it know, took, I, I think it took us a while. I don't even know if we actually mastered that. But yeah, it was never the, the good thing about the, you know, where how we grew up was that if there was a show like you mentioned Three's Company, you know, we loved watching it. And my parents did, too. Like we would watch there were there were several shows where we watched together. So there was mm-hmm. never there was never a, a fight in that sense. But yeah, if there was something specific that like my dad liked to watch certain things, we would end up having to do something else. Like Mm -hmm. we knew that we couldn't be in the basement or wherever, you know, the TV wasn't. But also remember, even when we got cable or Mm -hmm. even when cable was a thing, even if you didn't have the pay channels, right? Mm -hmm. You got about 25 channels and that was it. And most of those channels were bullshit channels that were static. Yeah. Like, so you really didn't have that many choices, you know, for us, I remember it always being like either a sitcom we wanted to watch an award show or any kind of nonsense that was on MTV. Mm -hmm. That used to always be our thing. Exactly. Um, And I remember growing up and this is why we knew, and this brings us to another topic. This is why we knew so much of what our parents grew up with and the celebrities they knew because mm-hmm. we were watching the shows that they watched. Yeah. Now you can't get your kids to watch the shows no. that you want to watch. No. Because they're like, why are we watching this? Yeah, exactly. You know? Um, and their attention spans are different too now. Like so much so. Um, I think we got introduced very early to MTV and music videos and how mm-hmm. quick th- and how quick they were. Yeah. And that was too short for us because I feel like when a music video was over, we were like, you wanted wanted more. more. And when you, when you learned that there was a, um, a video that was more than like three minutes long, that was like magical. Mm -hmm. You know, we, you, you wanted those, you wanted to be fully immersed in those types, those, those experiences. And yeah, that's so true. Like, yeah. We didn't, yeah. I didn't like it when it was that short. No, we didn't. And I remember that's why we used to watch videos over and over, the same ones. We would yeah. rewind it and watch it again. Yeah. Because um, you're not but, satisfied. <laughs> no. But now this is why YouTube is such a big thing. And TikTok videos is because they're quick. Mm. Because the joke, it, you know, you've got the, the setup, the joke, the punchline, and it's done. Yeah. I, I can fully admit that the way we receive things now it it has altered how i absorb information it really mm-hmm. does like i i notice 
that I don't have a long attention span sometimes. Yeah. Or or I get easily bored and I want to change something and it's and it's it's something that I'm trying to consciously change back to the way it was and when I'm when I'm watching something I need to make sure that I'm fully immersed in it. Like there mm-hmm. was a time where I would we'd watch something Chris and I and whatever it is and I will be on my phone reading the synopsis of the show or whatever so that I know how it ends that I, I I knew what the the whole process was the whole episode like I couldn't it bothered me sometimes to just sit and watch it I needed this I I needed to know that's because you're a control freak you know that I, I I don't know why like but that's not how I used to be not mm-hmm. at all like I would go I would watch shows and and movies and I was present and I didn't I didn't care that I that I didn't know how it was going to end. Mm-hmm. But now it's and like- also and also I think a lot of people make the mistake of keeping their phone by them when they're watching mm-hmm. something, even mm-hmm. something you really like. Yeah. Like it's OK to keep your phone on silent and put it face down for 30 minutes. It's yeah. OK. Yeah. Like, and we're not doing that. Like yeah. when I'm watching my shows, that's, that's one thing. When you text yeah. me and I'm watching one of my shows, you will not hear back from me until it's over. And that's fine. And yeah, that's, that's how I that, am. Yeah. That's something that I'm trying to do. Um, our, our friend Maya, she, she made a, uh, she suggested, or she told me something that she does at night before she goes to bed, she plugs her phone somewhere where her work de- work computer is or just somewhere that's not even on the same floor as where mm-hmm. she sleeps. Yeah. That way, it's not the last thing that she uses before she goes to bed. And it's not the first thing that she picks up when she wakes up. I mean, and, and that's Maya, a- if you could bring that that magical gift to some of my clients, because let me tell you, I had at least two people this week that literally legitimately are missing two to three hours of sleep at night just because they just cannot put their phone down. Like, I I mean, I don't lose sleep when I have my phone. Like if I, if I bring my phone to bed, obviously I'm looking at it, but then when I'm tired, I'm tired. Like it's, it gets put away no matter what I'm being, what I'm, what's distracting me on the screen, but it is such a bad habit. Like I don't want the last thing that I, that I'm seeing or doing to be, to be on my phone, nor do I want it to be the first thing that I do. Like mm-hmm. I could be, I could be reading, I could be writing what my, you know, at night I could be writing what I'd like to do the next day or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's those things that I'm trying to change. And I just love that idea of putting your phone just somewhere that's not even near your bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it does, and it does affect our mental health. We don't realize it, that, you big know, time. I was, I was, I, I was listening to one of my other favorite podcasts and I um, they 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 were talking about uh, the way in which we absorb information and what the woman said that was really interesting. And I had heard her say it. I had to hear her say it again. I had to like rewind it. Now, I don't know exactly the words she used, but basically what she was saying was that human beings hmm. can create things much faster than they can absorb them, that they can retain them. And what she meant by that was 
we can create all this technology Mm -hmm. and figure out how to make a flat computer that you carry around everywhere with you. Mm -hmm. Or we can come up with Wi-Fi and we can come up with all this content that's on the internet. But it takes human beings, even even the ones who are growing up with it, Mm -hmm. much longer to absorb it and understand it and process it. Because she was saying that human beings, regardless of the nurturing of human beings by nature we're not supposed to have all these things yeah we're not and she was saying how that's what's making there's no coincidence that people are more anxious now than ever yes that people are not finding calm people are not able to stay present yeah and it's i'm I'm realizing that about myself big time Mm -hmm. yeah and and that's where, like I said, to anyone listening, if you get any opportunity to go see a concert in this day and age where people cannot have their phones, I highly recommend it because we're going to see it happen more and more because people can't stay in the present. No. Well, you you bring that up. And um, I was just I noticed um, that Madonna had her big kind of reveal. She did this whole um show or whatever i i don't know if she was in a bar yeah she was in the boom boom room yeah right and when she came out and there was this shot of the crowd and every single person had their phone trying to and meanwhile they can't even get a good angle but it's like she's right there she's right in front of and now you're looking at her through your you're looking at her through your phone which you could have done at home right like someone else is going to have that video for you you don't need to have it. Why no. don't you just experience it firsthand? Like it is incredible it how is. people are just not being present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the company, I, I know I'm going to say the company's name wrong and maybe they become one of our sponsors, but <laughs> I think it's called Yabu. Yabu. Can you go to, t- cause you're good at doing this. What Look, do you mean? The company that um, came out with the, the case that you put your phone in when you go to a concert so you can't have it out. Okay. It, it's like a little, like, you know, those like bags that you bring lunch in, they're almost like a thermal bag, but they're like smushy. Okay. Yeah. You know, they're kind of like, they're insulated, but they're kind of like fabricy. That's what the bag looks like. And the top of it locks like a sensor tag. Like when you're working in retail, Okay. And there's like a lock at the top and it's, you need a magnetic machine to Mm. remove it. So when you go into a concert that requires you to have that, they're going to do this to museums too. So people don't, aren't able to take pictures of stuff that they're not. Is it Yonder? Maybe. Y-O-N-D-R? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I said Yabu. Who knows? Mine is, mine is the, mine is the, um, (laughs) the the African company. Um, but, but you put your phone in the bag. Yeah. Cause when we went to go see Madonna back in 2019, mm-hmm. the, the, all of her shows required that people did not have their phones out. Yeah. And when you went in, you had two choices. You could either leave your phone in your car mm-hmm. or you bring your phone with you. And when you get there, You literally have to have your phone out in your hand before you go in. You put your phone in this little bag 
they lock it with the sensor tag. Okay. And if you need to, for some reason, emergency or whatever, you need to leave and you go back out into the lobby and there was someone designated that would unlock it for you. So you still hold on to the bag, yep. obviously. Yep. It's yep. just locked. Yeah. Yep. And in the meantime, people could say, well, what about people who go and bring another phone? They literally, because they enforce this rule, one of security's main jobs was to walk around and make sure people didn't have their phone. And let me tell you, I ratted out somebody because there was a woman in front of me who I guess she locked up one phone, but she had another one. Mm -hmm. And she literally was like sneaky trying to like, and I'm like, listen, if I can't have my phone here, you shouldn't be able to have yours either. Yeah. Okay. So I ratted her out. I saw security and I was like, pointing to the woman and they came mm -hmm. over and they told her, they told her, they're like, you have to leave. They're like, you have to leave. You have to put your phone, lock up your phone or you have to leave. That's mm -hmm. it. And that was it. Yeah. Like when I think about it, it's like, what are you going to be doing with these photos and videos? Like if it's, if it's, if it's got copywritten music on the video, you post it anywhere, it's going to be taken down. So what's the point? There's professional photographers and videographers that are going to take far more security want... than you do. And it's just like you'll, you'll, you'll have a better quality video to watch. So why do you need to have this? People want bragging rights. That's why. It's so stupid. They want to be able to be like, look at where I am. I remember following somebody online who went to go see um, Adele at Madison Square Garden. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Their seats were nowhere near the stage. Let me yeah. just start out there, okay? Yeah. Adele was wearing this sparkly dress on stage. And from the photo that they posted... <laughs> she a, was just a glowing a, orb. <laughs> a, Adele looked like, like a shiny vase because that's how, how far away she was <laughs> wearing a wig. Like, oh, it yeah. just looked like if you took a vase and put a wig over it. Oh, my like, God. it just looked like nothing. You couldn't yeah. see her. You could barely see. Like, there was so much. And they just kept posting one photo after another. And I'm like, these are the most horrible photos. And, the, and I'm mad at you for sharing this horrible experience with me. Right. I think about, like, the pictures that I've taken, pictures and videos I've taken at concerts. And most of the time, I don't put anything up because the quality is just, like, shitty. So mm -hmm. then I'm thinking, why did I even bother? Like, it wasn't even worth it. Yep. Yep. Like See, like, with Tori Amos shows, when she was doing smaller venues, we would go and get, like, really good seats. And she would be, like, in front of us. But even then... It's not like the best photo in the world. So you end up just like not even. Yeah. You know, I've got some pictures that I took when I went to her concert before she even came on stage. Her piano was already on stage and I would get a photo of me like near her piano. Mm. Done. That's it. That's all I <laughs> yeah. needed. Right. Yeah. I'm over. Exactly. It's done. Yeah. Everything else is like, come on, guys. Yeah. We're doing this all wrong. We should mm -hmm. be there to enjoy it. Yes. Uh, well, I know we have a lot to talk about, but I think we're going to do it in another episode because we're going to be talking about another more, you know, more of these topics because we like to talk about these topics, <laughs> don't we? Yes, we do. We do. I feel like you, you got shafted in this one, though, because <laughs> we, we were going to talk about other things and now. <laughs> it's all right. We'll come back to it. I mean, you know, we're going to uh, we're 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 molding. Yes. We're molding. We're changing. Metamorphosizing. Yes. Is that a word? I feel we like it was Nyland. Yep. 
Yeah. <laughs> you use it in a sentence. Yep. We're metamorphosizing. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is true. So yeah, I'm I when we uh when we connect again, we will have more to say. That's yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm uh, you know, I have um I'm collecting a lot of thoughts about my mental health America conference. And it's funny because the more and more we talk about these things, mm. I find that I get responses from our listeners, even privately that have mm-hmm. sent me text messages that say, I totally can relate to what you talked about today. Yeah. And well, it's, it's human experience. We mm-hmm. all have those and we can all relate to those things. And, and the, you know, the, the, the thought processes and, and blocks and all of that stuff that we experience. Listen, happy anniversary, Franesco. Happy anniversary, Franesco. <laughs> One year, kids. Remember, you've been listening to the show. One year. 365 episodes. Almost. Almost. What? 364? Like, well since it's once a week and there's only 52 weeks in a year <laughs> that's 365 episodes i mean why don't you sure. just figure out that math figure it out do you Gosh. know how to math uh, do you, you know how to canoe woman can two? you can you google two canoe woman <laughs> two canoe woman exclamation point i got two woman life vest woman Let's go in the water. Water woman. <laughs> I got two women. I bought them online. They be my bitches. <laughs> I bought two women online. They were $99. <laughs> Canoe woman. Now, <laughs> woman lady, please go. Yes, comma. What the oh, hell are these fuck. people? I block. I block that person. Oh. All right. So we are good, and <laughs> you are good, and that's that's gonna be my sign off from now on. I'm just gonna be like, you're good, we're good. Yes, we are. What was the one you said about getting head? What was it? Getting getting your, get, checking oh, your check how, your head. How's your head? I bet. <laughs> that's copyrighted though probably what if we say how's your head women women and menses <laughs> menses and women's how's your and head canoe too all right i promise we'll edit this episode we won't make it three hours <laughs> all right guys have a good night we're coco and fran see ya